The Dallas Cowboys. Luke Casey, the official bootmaker of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team, and by Omni. Omni Hotels and Resorts, the official hotel of the Dallas Cowboys. Now your hosts, Haley Sutton and Brad Chan. And welcome everyone. Merry Christmas. It's the Christmas edition of the Cowboys Hour. How about that? And uh, thank you all very much for being with us. If you are uh, looking for a place to bring the family to look at pretty stuff and get in the holiday mood, you really, if you're within the sound of our voice and it's feasible, come to the Star District in Frisco. It's just great. They've got it set. All the lights are beautiful and the, the whole plaza is set up. It's a great place. Maybe that's why the entire Zach Martin family <laughs> is here tonight. But that, it's a great, it's a, seriously, it's a great place. Obviously, you can have... We are at CityWorks tonight, by the way, and we'll be here at CityWorks in the Star District for uh, the rest of the shows. And uh, we're not sure how many there will be because it depends how many games there are. Isn't but, that so. wild, though? I feel like it just—I mean, I feel like when I started in mid-September, mid-season, it was like, gosh, there's so much time left, and now it's like, now oh my gosh, it's Week 16. Now <laughs> there's no time left, and uh, but we're delighted to have all of you who who are here, who have come out from what is not quite the cold yet, but it's chilly. It's getting there. Good excuse for a beverage. Uh, we're delighted to have all of you listening, wherever you are on the Cowboys Radio Network, and those of you watching whatever day of the week it is, uh, streamed on DallasCowboys.com. That's future Hall of Famer Zach Martin right over there. Big number 70. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. That, does that make you uncomfortable when I refer to you that way? We've talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but not on this program yet tonight. Um, I don't know. It's a little weird. I mean, but uh, you've, you've kind of, I mean, we had a podcast together uh, in training camp, and we talked about it a little bit. And, uh, um, yeah, I mean. Why not? Yeah, why not? I, I mean, guess. you yeah. know, you, you, you've made eight Pro Bowls, nine. That's it? Seven. Seven? Yeah. I get confused. I get you confused with the guy you played <laughs> next to yesterday. We'll we'll talk more about yeah. that. But I mean, I seriously, I I believe you're a Hall of Famer. But uh, that we'll leave that for, if not another day, a little later yeah, in the hour. Yeah, anyway, yeah. but uh, but the Cowboys have things to do, and um, we all know that after a day like yesterday, when you're sitting on the plane, fortunately not a super long flight, but two and a half hours, and you're flying home. I know that at some point, probably in that second half hour of the flight home, you started thinking, well, thank goodness I get to go be on the radio with Brad and <laughs> Haley tomorrow night because that's yeah. what I really want to do. Yeah, I think I got the, the Joe Trahan uh, reminder text uh, bright and early this morning. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, we, we, know, we know it's not easy because you guys are super focused. And uh, and then how we're – so thank you for coming. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Now, now, how weird is it then did, to, to realize that you – are so disappointed by how the game came out, and oh, by the way, you're in the playoffs. Yeah, it's a weird, uh, it's a weird feeling because obviously yesterday was really frustrating, and you know you talk about plane rides home. Those losing plane rides home aren't quite as fun as, as the winning plane rides. So, uh, and then obviously got home and was able to watch a little bit of the the Sunday night game and uh, knew the implications for that. So, you know, we're we're excited to kind of punch our ticket, but also it's uh, it's frustrating coming off a loss. Um, with that news is it more now now you're you're in so you know you're in you've been there at least at that stage before but it, 
do you find yourself more concerned about how far you can go when you have a game like that, or do you keep it in perspective? I think you keep it in perspective, and I think the biggest thing is, like, if you have those tough losses late in the year like that, can you take – can you learn from those losses and, and, and take them moving forward? Because uh, realistically, we're going to have some road playoff games, and, um, you know, we're going to have tight games down the stretch, and um, we've got to take away lessons from that game moving forward. Does it surprise you to learn that the head coach went to sleep before the game ended last night and his wife had to wake him up and tell him, by the way, you're in the playoffs? Yeah. No, I mean, again, it, it's, a, it's, a weird, uh, it's a weird situation there when you come home after a loss and then, you, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, you're in the playoffs. So, um, you know, it's always that's, that's the, you know, the goal at the beginning of the year is to, um, you know, get there first, get to the dance um, and so we're there right now, and now it's, it's time to start, um, you know, locking in and, and getting ready for this home From stretch. From time immemorial, coaches have preached to players, we've got a 24-hour rule. Mm -hmm. 24 hours, and then this game is history. But they didn't give you 24 hours because the game is Saturday, yeah. right? You had until wheels down. Yeah, that was kind of what we talked about after the game. You know, we're... Uh, with all the technology and iPads and stuff now, we, we get the tape there on the, on the flight home and we're able to watch it and kind of talk with each other about it. And, um, you know, he made a, made a point after the game, hey, let's, let's watch it on the flight. And then when we land, we're, we're on to Philadelphia. Did he so. say on the flight or on the bus and the flight? On the bus and the flight, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he mentioned that a couple <laughs> yeah. of times today, that he, he threw that. So, look, yeah. what, um, when you get on the plane, you're exhausted. You've just played overtime. I mean, you, you don't have time to start to unwind until you get on the plane, really. Yeah. Maybe the bus. Mm -hmm. Depends how long the bus ride is. Um, I, I can't imagine that the first thing you want to do is go back and watch that game again, especially a game like that. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're curious, right, on kind of some of the things that happened during the game. So I think guys are pretty quick. Most guys watch it pretty much right away. They've got someone kind of coming up and down the bus um, loaded on your iPad. So, um, I like to watch it right away just to, to see it. And um, it's nice having everyone there so you can talk through some stuff that happened in the game. And then um, when I got home, um, just kind of tried to relax a little bit. Which fortunately was like the only time all year yes, home was, early it was, it was, from a road game. It was, it was different. Big, there was a lot of cars on the road, which usually there's no cars on the road driving you, home. You are, a big, <laughs> you are a big fan of the early out. We've seen some of the clips. <laughs> I know. Especially from what the was Hoodies. the earliest, like 3.18? Yeah, no, there was like a, before 3 o'clock we had a game where, I think it was Detroit. Oh, you're maybe, right. It was Detroit. Yeah, where we were run, both running or it. something yeah. like yeah. that. How did, how did that for people? Go online if you haven't seen any of those videos of, of – uh, uh, Zach exhorting everyone to get out of the locker room because it's 3 o'clock and we can go home. Well, how'd that start? Well, it started, uh, I think it was 2018. Um, I had all of my high school buddies in town, and it was like the first noon game we had played all year. And I had my high school buddies. We had like a, a big party bus after the game. They um, So I was riding home with them after the game, and I was really excited to see everyone. And we had won on a last-second field goal, and it happened to be like 3 o'clock, and we hadn't been done, you know, 7 30 8 o'clock is usually the earliest we get done so i just screamed out the time and people seem to enjoy it it's kind of <laughs> caught on and you know everyone loves a noon victory at home yeah no, no question uh and, and then i have to say this Haley and i talk about this all the time but uh thank you for bringing your beautiful family here tonight will, will there be shopping and tri lights looking we, at we've kind of yeah we've done it um we've done the light show uh that we lit the christmas tree the first weekend there and then uh 
I think we may stop by and, and see someone next door uh, uh, on the way out. Uh, okay. Yeah. So the thing that I love most about players with kids, your kids' age, four and uh, two. Four and two. Aww. So when you got home last night, they, they just didn't care anything. No, about well, I walked stuff. in. My four-year-old was still awake, and he walked. In, I walked in, and he started kind of whimpering. And was like, "You lost." <laughs> I was like, "I know, buddy." <laughs> but uh, no, it puts things in perspective when you get to come home and, and hang out with those guys. Yeah, they don't really care. No, if they don't at all. No. They're just happy no. daddy's home. <laughs> we yeah. were playing Legos after their. There you uh, go. Yeah. There you go. The key is to make sure that their mother is always happy. That yes, daddy's yes, home. Yes. That's yes. the real. That's the tricky part. Zach, I wanted to ask you because I know you touched on it a little bit, but. When it comes to, you know, getting in the mindset of watching the film on the plane, on the bus, whatever it is, on a game like yesterday where the loss was, you know, stunning, it was frustrating, and most losses are, but in that instance, is it more difficult to dive into that and, and go back and look at it, or is it the same, or is there a difference, I guess? Yeah, no, there definitely is. I mean, when you have a big win, especially on the road, I mean, guys are, uh, you know, when you're watching the tape, you're laughing, they look at this, look at yeah. that, look at this play. Uh, it's a little more, um, it's not the same when you lose, right? It's a lot more, hey, we need to do this better, we need to do that. And um, so the conversations are a little bit different. But um, nonetheless, I think our guys do a good job of kind of getting in there, taking a look. And I think we have a real honest team, the guys that are honest with each other and understand their responsibilities. And, um, yeah, I think the biggest thing from yesterday is just taking away, learn to learn something from it and take it forward. When you're in the position you are now, and I asked Tank this last week. He came on with me at first and 10, and I said, you know, you're on that veteran side of things now where it's kind of your responsibility to be the leader in that instance. When you had that shift of going from being new to being a veteran and your leadership kind of is more on display, on games like that, when you're frustrated yourself, how do you keep yourself grounded to be able to continue to lift the rest of the guys up? Yeah, I think I just try to take the positives from it and um – Again, learn from the things that went wrong. And, um, you know, I think the big thing you talk about, um, you know, the difference between, uh, you know, younger guys and older guys, I think just understanding how the, how the NFL works a little bit. And, um, you know, my rookie year, we were 12 and 4. We went to the divisional round, and I was like, man, this is, this is awesome. And then, you know, <laughs> the next year we're 4 and 12. So just kind of getting that point across to younger guys and understanding that the, the team is not going to ever be the same. And, um, you only get so many opportunities, so you have to, you know, especially for young guys thinking, hey, we may, you know, we've got the future looks bright. Uh, you know, you got to take advantage of the opportunities when they're there. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. What do you think of these young guys? They're great. We we really do have a great group of, of young players, and the rookie class has been outstanding. We've had a obviously a ton of um, key contributors contributors out of that rookie class that have really been a lot to our football team. So um, they've done a great job. Do you Are have you a friends with any? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're, I just said you have a favorite. Personality, uh, just personality-wise. Personality-wise, yeah. uh, Jake Ferguson's, okay. uh, yeah, Fergie, know. yeah, Fergie's, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fergie's, uh, he's a good time in there. Clowns, so, yeah. him and Peyton are clowns. <laughs> yeah. And then Peyton, Peyton's an Indiana guy, so. Are, are you friends with any uh, Major League Baseball players? No. I, I asked because uh, I, I marvel at how those guys, now it's different, obviously, but the three years that I was broadcasting Ranger games, uh, I had to really make an adjustment to how I felt and acted after a loss. You're right. Because the next game is not next week. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Right. <laughs> right. It's tomorrow. <laughs> right. And, and it's because uh, you, 
you need to you need to take a day to process and then learn how to let it go, right? So you can fully focus on the next game. Yeah, and I think like our schedule is set up that way, right? Like we come in a normal schedule. We come in on Mondays and uh, we dive right into the film and do the corrections, and then Tuesday's kind of that off day where it's kind of like, hey, you know, if you get, if you need to come in and, and get some things done, do that. But at the same time take this time to kind of disconnect for a little bit and reset for the upcoming week. I have some really good friends, uh, big Cowboy fans. My, the dad in the family especially is a big Cowboy fan, and, and uh, his wife does not understand when I try to tell her that today is actually Tuesday yeah. <laughs> and tomorrow will be Wednesday. Wednesday yep. And, yep. Uh, and how hard was that? to adjust you didn't have many of those in college did you, you no, said everything we, was on saturday i think we always i don't know if we ever played any other day besides saturday uh i don't know you just kind of fall into it it's funny because like my wife morgan she gets it now too she's like okay now this is this is a tuesday <laughs> wednesday thursday so uh you get used to it i guess they're um, all the same you know all the days you know this tomorrow's our wednesday so it'll be exactly like our normal wednesday all right we uh, i i want to uh, take about an hour to listen to you talk about playing next to tyron smith <laughs> yeah. uh, and we're going to get into that when we uh, continue we are at city works at the star district in frisco our special guest is uh, cowboys pro bowl guard zach martin and we'll be right back on the cowboys hour
to the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour, supported by Albertsons. Welcome back to City Works here in the Star District in Frisco. This is Cowboys Hour, which is sponsored by Albertsons. When it comes time to shop for tailgate favorites, go to Albertsons and Tom Thumb. Get 10% off your groceries every Dallas Cowboys game day when you wear your Cowboys jersey. Albertsons and Tom Thumb, the official supermarket and pharmacy of the Dallas Cowboys. Guys, we've got pro bowler Zach Martin in the building. It's not bad. That's not bad. We'll work on it next. <laughs> we'll work on it next visit. I'll tell you, you know, there is one thing I want to ask you about, and then we'll move on from yesterday, but it doesn't have to do with the game. Um, because we were kind of joking, but it wasn't really a joke about what a total thrill it is for you to be here tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, people don't understand how difficult it is to stand at your locker after a game like that. Home or road, I don't care. But maybe especially on the road, you got to go get on the bus and whatever you got to do. And talk to reporters. And they're on deadline, and they're in a hurry, and they got a job to do. And... Um, some guys, there were a couple of guys who had prominent roles in the game who just couldn't bring themselves to do it last night. And not many guys are like that, but sometimes that happens. You never do that. Is that was that a Notre Dame thing? Did you get trained at Notre Dame? That you, that's part of your job? Yeah, I think. Talk to the media. Yeah, I think that's, you gotta, you got to face it no matter what happens. And I think you made a good point. I mean, I think guys understand that, um, you know, the guys in the media, um, they have a job to do just like we do. And. Um, part of that job is to ask the hard questions and after tough losses like that. So, um, you know, I don't like to sit there for an hour, but I will give them, you know, five or ten minutes and um, at least give my initial, even if it's kind of saying nothing, I'll give them something. Do you have to f consciously fight to be civil and upbeat when you just really, you just really don't have anything yeah, good to say about Yeah, I mean, I think anything. we have a... I don't know how it is other teams. I think we have a pretty good relationship with uh, members of our media just because they're there every single day and you interact with them every single day. I'm not sure if it's like that everywhere. but um, So for the most part, it's, it's all familiar faces at your locker after a game, which is helpful. Helpful, yes. Okay, as long as you don't hate those faces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, you and Tyron Smith have been teammates for your entire career. Longest teammate I've ever had. Is that right? It is. And and obviously, he's going to the Hall of Fame, and you're going to the Hall of Fame. I said that again. Uh, but but it's really rare for two guys to play side by side like you did last night. In fact, I had my statistician look it up. I said, see, that, that's like 17 Pro Bowls, and I think you've made them in the same year seven times, yeah. right? So I said, that's like 17 Pro Bowls playing next to each other. That doesn't happen. I think he found that the close he could find was Bob Lilly and Mel Renfro, but they weren't side by side. They were just on the same unit. That's right. a defensive lineman and a defensive back, uh, like 12 and 9 at one point. So that's a really rare thing, and, and that's kind of why I bring it up, because as long as you have been around him and know him, uh, what was that like practicing with him and then getting to play, working those combo blocks? Yeah. and all? What was that like? Well, I'll, here, I'll take you back to last week. So, obviously, unfortunately, uh, Terrence Steele goes down in the game. And, um, you know, Terrence, have, I've, I've been one of Terrence's biggest advocates all year. I just think he is an absolute stud and, um, you know, really had a great season. Unfortunately, he goes down. And, um, you know, that's, a, that's some – we had to fill those shoes. That's not that's uh, someone we, we have to, to fill in there. And 
you know, credit to this is uh, credit to Tyron. Um, you know, he made a comment I think during that game after Terrence went down, and um, after the game, I talked to him a little bit about it, and then we went home. Uh, that was a noon game too, so we had kind of the rest of that day, and uh, I gave him a call later that night and just asked him basically if he was serious about doing it because. Did he say it to you at, during or like during the Houston game or after the Houston he game? He said it to someone on the sideline during the game who told me. So then that I, he said, "Hey, I, I would do that." Yes, yes. Okay. So then I called him on Sunday night after the game and said, "Hey, um, is this is this something that you would actually consider? Because it's a, I mean, people don't understand that you think, okay, well, we're just going left, right, left tackle to right tackle. I mean, the guy's been as dominant as you can possibly be at left tackle over the last, you know, twelve years." Um, so to make that move is, is um, it was pretty cool. I mean, it's a selfless move there uh, for Tyron. And um, so he said, yeah, absolutely, I'm interested. And then so we kind of talked to some of the coaches, and um, Tyron did some uh, – he went, I think, on Monday and did some, like, right tackle sets and stuff like that and said it felt pretty good. Um, but just so, like, you guys understand, like, he went from – he hasn't practiced since training camp. Where the only practice left at time. all, at all, yeah. he comes back last week to start his window. Only practices at left tackle. Sunday it happens. Uh, Monday or Sunday night we talk. Monday, so then our first practice is Wednesday. We're just in helmets, so he does some right tackle stuff there. And then Thursday we have a full pad of practice, and um, you know we're we're not taking every single rep of practice being Tyron. So, you know, we get some reps together. So it's pretty incredible what he did on Sunday um, coming into the game and, and playing right tackle. And he played it at a high level. If you watch the film, he really did. And um, it was pretty cool because we've always kind of talked uh, over the years like, man, it would been cool if we were next to each other and to, to kind of have that opportunity. Um, it, it, it's pretty cool. Can By the you way, just, just really fast, can you break down the difference for people yeah. to understand that move from going from playing on the left side to playing on the right and just how intricate that is? Yeah, I think it's just like, like for example, like me and Tyron, like younger guys when they come in here and we're practicing, they'll they'll switch back and forth, obviously, because we need depth and um, you've got to kind of be able to play both sides of the lines. They're constantly switching back and forth. Um, Someone like Tyron is not going to take any rep that's not a left tackle rep. You know, probably for the la I bet for the last 10 years he has not taken a right tackle set. And um, so for him to be like, yeah, I played it in 2011 and, uh, and come in with basically a day of practice and to go out there and, um, you know, he, we, they had a plan, I think. And, um, he blew that plan right yeah, out of the water. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, he did. So to come in and play basically 50 snaps for the first time all year, it's uh, – incredibly impressive so I think that's the hardest thing to do for move from one side to the other because just you have to switch I mean you feel like a little baby deer out there you have to switch everything your hands your feet your everything um so it, it was it was pretty incredible to see you you and I I, I really didn't I, I tread very carefully here but I recall you saying to me last week I would rather move from right guard to right tackle than from the left side to the right side I think the world who follows all this understands that you really don't want to be a tackle. <laughs> you, you could be, you have been, really don't want to be. But for you to say that, I think, is a great indicator of what Haley's talking yeah, about. Yeah, especially That's when you're not – and, like, it, it would be different if, like, hey, at the end of the season they said, hey, we want you to play left guard next year and you have the entire offseason to do it. That's something entirely different than, hey, 
week. <laughs> you have basically two days to to get the practice reps. And, and we, we should be we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Jason Peters in here. Oh yes, yeah, the deal. week before did it for the first time. Yeah, and he was since out there, 2005. And he was out there yesterday too. And it's it's uh, you know it speaks volumes to those guys and the pros that they are. They've been in it a long time, and they both they have a the same goal. They want to they want to go all the way. So they're they're. Uh, they're in to do whatever that takes to get it done. So um, it was really cool to have them out there. So I just, I just want to stay on Tyron for a minute because I make no uh, secret of my affinity for Tyron. I, I pulled a thorn out of his paw when he was just <laughs> a cub, and we've been pretty good friends ever since. That's how since. I feel about the Tyrons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. And But but uh, Tyron Smith has a – you can't even call it a smile. He's got a grin that when, when, it, when he when – it over takes him it changes the whole aura of like a 20-foot span around him it's just the most magnificent thing ever and so uh even as upset as he was after the game yesterday about having lost i said uh you know they i talked to him briefly and i said you know they said they were trying to keep you on like 20 or 25 plays and he got that little smile <laughs> but it wasn't little he said, yeah, I was having too much fun. I, yeah. wasn't, I wasn't coming out. Seriously. Can, can you tell? Because he doesn't say much. He doesn't. And he's just like, you know, I've kind of been a, I guess for the last nine years, a little bit of a observer. Like we're, we're playing on the same line, but I, you know, I play on the right side. And so at no point are we ever blocking together, ever. Um, so I've just been kind of this um, observer for the last nine years. And, um so to be able to go out there and play with them, it was, uh, you know, you get you get some confidence rolling out there with 77 next year. And um, gosh, he just did it. He did an incredible job. I don't know what else to say. It was. Uh, I'm thinking about some of the plays he had and um, some of the little techniques that he was doing out there that he did on the left side. And I didn't know if it would translate right away to the right side, and it, and it just did. Where does that rank for you in like coolest things I've done? Like getting to play next to your uh, guy. Yeah, or I mean, special, I guess yeah, is just, a better Yeah, I would word. say more special because, like, again, I, I'll, I'll go back to me and Terrence had that really something going over there, and I, I just think so highly of him, and I don't want to take anything away from, sure. um, you know, what he's accomplished and what we were able to do uh, playing next to each other. But, um, you know, to have – I said it earlier, Tyron's been the longest uh, teammate I've ever had on a football team, and uh, to be able to play so long with a guy and, um, you know, be – you know, inspired by him and learn things from him and just how he carries himself. And then to be able to go out there and play with him was pretty special. Zach Martin's our guest on the Cowboys Hour this evening. We are at City Works at the Star District in Frisco. Come by and see us. If you got a question for Zach, we have a microphone that will mix amongst the crowd in the last segment. We'll hold your hand up and we'll get your questions. Uh, Merry Christmas. Thanks for coming out. Happy Hanukkah if you're lighting candles. We'll be right back with Zach Martin on the Cowboys Hour.
to the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour, supported by Albertsons. Welcome back to CityWorks across the street from the Star in Frisco. Haley Sutton, Brad Sam, and Zach Martin. There we go. That's better. That's better. Cowboys Hour is presented by Lucchese, the official bootmaker of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Zach, you got a special little delivery. I did, yeah, I got break. some fresh apple slices <laughs> from the kiddos. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys saw, yeah. but Charlie and Remy brought Dad some apple slices. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad that they are learning early that they've got to yeah. keep <laughs> Dad. They know where the bread's buttered. <laughs> <laughs> take, take care of Dad. Take care of Dad. Now, let me ask you this, uh, because it's Christmas week. By the way, we will not have a show next week. Uh, and it's not because it's the day after Christmas. It's because they'll be on a short, like a Thanksgiving-like week with a Thursday game. But I don't even want to think about that right now. Um, <laughs> but no show next week. We'll be back here at City Works in two weeks. But, uh, but it is the Christmas season. And, uh, and Christmas is for those little people right over there. Now, um, how involved are you able to be? in helping create the Christmas spirit in the Martin domicile. I try to be pretty involved. My, Morgan's going to laugh at me over there. Cause say, she, I'm, she's I'm been, ra- for, she's been rapping. Uh, she's either going to laugh or she's going to spit <laughs> up whatever she's eating because I don't want you to choke on anything. Yeah, we, uh, we, uh, she was, she's been doing most of the rapping. Uh, I, I know I've got some, I've got to put some stuff together here uh, before the week is done. <laughs> do you, do you, Go, you can't go out in a mall and Christmas shop, can you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were you out do? today. Yeah, well, we were out there today. Well, you were out as a family. Well, me and Morgan were out yeah. today. Yeah, so you can't shop for her. Oh, no, 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 no. I go by well, myself. Well, she's with you. Yeah, I go by myself. You do. You yeah, go yeah. by yourself and you, oh, yeah. people don't stop you and... Uh, yeah, I mean, some people, but it's not like, uh, it's not like I'm Dak out there who's getting, <laughs> you know, <laughs> killed everywhere he goes. So I kind of stand to the radar a little bit. You do? Yeah. What's bit. that like? Like, if you're just, you're just trying to outlive your life Christmas shop and you've got people, you know, coming up and. You know what? It's, it's not, um, it's not, it's not that bad. Cause again, it's not, it hap- it definitely happens, but, um, you know, most fans are very respectful and, um, you know, just kind of want to say hi. So it's not but right and take a picture. Yeah, sometimes. and have you signed something? Well, no, no, not I'm not signed, but I, I'll I'll take a picture. No, no question. Okay. Yeah. Because you got to be careful. You know, if you sign I know. one, yeah, yeah, you, then yeah. I know the gig. I, I, <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. And and uh, so so besides what Santa's bringing, mm-hmm. I mean, part of the joy of Christmas is mom and dad get to participate in the gift yes, giving. Yes. And and so. Uh, who does that? Is that all on Morgan to do that? To do the shopping? Yeah. Um, she does a lot of it. Yeah, most definitely she <laughs> does a lot of it. Um, you know, she'll pull me out there on, a, on an off day and drag me to Target, and we'll, we'll get some stuff done. But for the most part, she's locking it down. What, what's your favorite part of Christmas? Well, I think we've been doing the uh, the elves, you know, where you hide the elves every night. Oh, that, elf on the yeah, shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's been. Uh, oh, yeah. you do? Yeah. Oh, they're terrifying. <laughs> oh, you are, 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 is it like a clown thing? You're scared yeah. of clowns? Do you know what it is? I think it's because, like, they don't have, like, real arms and legs. Yeah, they, so yeah. just, like, a crazy, creepy face and then just, like, <laughs> fabric. And then they're doing oh. bizarre things. 
it, it's just not for me. Oh, this My is, this kids is, will not get enough on the show. <laughs> well, this is, like, is going to require some therapy time. We don't, re- we don't have that built in here. They won't but get they're, that. They're into those, it. They're, yeah, they're, they're into it. The so we do that. And then uh, we've got the old Polar Express around the tree. And they like. Oh. oh. That's, that's what I, I can get behind yeah, that. So that's, uh, that's always a fan favorite. And, and how big a deal will it be as a dad? This is such an unusual schedule this year. You play yeah. on Christmas Eve yeah. afternoon. And then. The game's over. You got Christmas Eve night, and you got Christmas Day on what's got to be your day off because it's the day after the game. Uh, yeah, I don't think we've had our schedule, but I would imagine he would probably give us Christmas Day off, and um, it's pretty cool uh, to be able to spend the, the morning with them. And uh, my parents are coming in, so there you go. Um, it'll be it'll be a nice, uh, hopefully, celebrating a victory, and it'll be a nice nice Christmas. Very good. <laughs> yeah. The best Christmas. Is that your favorite all. holiday? Um, yeah, Christmas, 4th of July, I would say probably number one. 4th of July and then Christmas. How did 4th of July get up there? Uh, it's just, I don't know, I'm from Indiana, so 4th of July is at the lake. So it's just, uh, it's a big weekend at the lake every year. What's your favorite holiday? Probably Thanksgiving. Yeah, Same. I don't think you can beat yeah. Thanksgiving, but Christmas is a, a close second. I'm actually excited about this schedule, too, because you know I've lived all over the place, and this is the first time ever in my, like, adult career probably in like seven years where i get to be just at home with my family so yeah i'm trying to remember the last time we uh timed up with i don't think i don't think i've been here we've ever timed up with christmas or christmas i don't think so either yeah i don't think so either i'm not i mean obviously christmas only going to come on a sunday every seven years right right uh yeah no i i don't and fortunately you don't uh, you're not one of the teams that plays on Sunday. That would be kind of a bummer if you were playing. Yeah, on, and several, several teams. Yeah, are. We, you know, we have a holiday we play yeah, on already. So, and, and that is that has made I think Thanksgiving is 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 awesome because we've had the tradition of people coming down and spending Thanksgiving at the at the stadium, which is pretty cool. So, um, yeah, we'll leave the Christmas to some other teams. <laughs> um, let's get back to uh, the field for a, mo- a moment because you mentioned Terrence Steele, and you have been. Like his press agent since, <laughs> since the off season, if not before. Yeah. And I think the a lot of people, both in the fan base and the media, may have been a little slower to come around to uh, Terrence's greatness than you were. <laughs> uh, what talk? Just talk about the things about Terrence Steele that have I just like you so much. It goes back to like when he first got here. I just think. Uh, his rookie year is such. Now that's the COVID year. That's the COVID year, and. Terrence was a undrafted free agent. Um, we had no off-season program. We literally showed up. The week before we showed up, we didn't even know we were showing up. We got a call and said, hey, training camp starts on Monday. New coaching staff. New coaching staff. So the only interaction we had with him was over Zoom. And um, so we showed up, and we had basically three weeks of training camp before our first game. And um, I think week one he was the starter. He was. Yeah. So uh, – you know, welcome to the NFL. And, um, you know, he, he took his lumps that first year, but I think he just – he came in with the right attitude. He worked the right way. He learned from that first year. And even last year he was in and out of the lineup, switching over from right tackle to left tackle. But um, I just kind of – I knew I – had, I had maybe like a six- or eight-week span with him last year where um, I could just feel this guy, like I, especially in the run game. You know, he, he, he's, he's good in the pass game, but in the run game um, – He's, he's different, and I, I felt that and kind of um, 
you know, so coming into this year, I was I was his biggest fan because I knew he was um, a key piece to what we wanted to do in the run game. And um, I think if you watch the tape from this year when he was in there, uh, that bears true. As you know, we didn't have any interaction with the players that year mm -hmm. except for on the phone or a, right. or a call. But I did talk to him early in the year when it became apparent that that he was going to be playing a little bit. And uh, I mean, here's a here's a like you said, a free agent from Texas Tech, big old boy from Cibolo. Cibolo? I think it's Cibolo. Is it? San Antonio, I, San Antonio yeah. area. Yeah, my, yeah. Have, my family lives in Cibolo, and I they say, say Cibolo. Cibolo. Yeah. So. I know. You say San Antonio. You're from Indiana. You don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really care. If you're, you know, people who are... Dallas, <laughs> Fort Worth. We're, we're trying to pay attention. We're trying, trying to be respectful. Uh, the one thing that struck me was it just didn't seem to phase him, really. It yeah. It didn't rattle him. No, that, and that's a great point. He's just a, a quiet professional. Like, he just... He just does it the right way, and it, it uh, you know, he do, he's not a big talker. Um, he just comes in and goes to work every single day, and that stuff's contagious, and um, that's what I try to be, and I think, uh, you know, having, having a guy like that, it rubs off on everyone. I feel like that's kind of a theme, and may, I, I'm new to the franchise, obviously, but, like, with Leighton and Damone, Damone talked to us last week about how important Leighton has yep. been just from a confidence standpoint. Is that something to where, like, you get to that leadership or that veteran role that you look forward to doing, or is it just something that naturally happened with you Yeah, guys? I mean, I was extremely fortunate when I got down here. I mean, I had some unbelievable veterans. Uh, Doug and Tyron was always – Doug, Doug Free. Free. Doug Free. It kind of took me under his wing, and um, it made a huge impact on, on my career in that first year and made that transition easier. So um, I tried to do that with Terrence, and, um, you know, if I could – impart a little bit on him that'd be uh that'd be fine and i think uh, i think i have and did you do that with biotish and uh with tyler smith also yeah i think uh you know it's different when you're playing next to you guys so definitely with biotish um i mean it's so funny just because you know we went from wisconsin center to wisconsin center and it's like <laughs> i always laugh and i tell him i'm like he just for my he does things that trav would have done and it just it's funny to me so i'm always like can you can you elucidate? Well, the first so I used to always give Trav a hard time because he wore cargo shorts all the time. <laughs> He's like he always wore cargo shorts, and uh, it was just his thing. And uh, I was like, man, that must be a Wisconsin thing. I don't know. I've never worn cargo shorts. And the first day I met Biotic, he walked in the building. And he in was cargo wearing some big cargo shorts, which <laughs> just made me laugh. <laughs> uh, and and uh, did you try to help him consciously ease oh, yeah. his transition? Yeah, definitely. I mean. Tyler's got a huge job, and uh, we've talked about this before, but obviously with Trav, and Trav being here, I think I kind of took for granted some of the um, responsibilities that the center center has. And, um, you know, I've definitely realized more of that and um, tried to do as much as I can to help Tyler with some of those responsibilities because it, it really is, um, you know, he's got two jobs basically. He's got he's got to block his man in front of him that, that like we have to do, but he's also got to get everyone on the same page. And um, nowadays – um, defenses are are constantly changing personnels and um, structures, in-game adjustments, and and um, things that he's got to catch on the fly and get everyone on the same page. And Tyler Smith, they put in the locker right next to you. Yeah, yeah. Gee, what a coincidence! <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you know, Tyler's been another guy. I mean, uh, he's still learning the game, no question. But um, the thing I love about him, and what I love about uh, you know young guys who come in, especially. Um, early draft picks that come in. Um, if you're willing to, to come in and work and put the time in and um, kind of 
not 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 stay quiet, but you know what I mean. Be a quiet professional and and learn and ask the right questions, and that's something Tyler's done. And um, you know he's been he's been a great addition to our room. Brad Shab and Haley Sutton on the Cowboys Hour with our special guest, Cowboys All Pro Zach Martin. We are at CityWorks at the Star District in Frisco. No show next week. Short week. Enjoy a little more Christmas. Uh, but enjoy a little more show here tonight. We'll be right back with Zach Martin. to the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour, supported by Albertsons. Welcome back to CityWorks here at the Star in Frisco. We've got Zach Martin sitting next to us. But first, Cowboys Hour is brought to you by Papa John's. Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's, the official pizza of the Dallas Cowboys. And I think we're going to get some fan questions for Mr. Zach Martin. Are we going to get some fan questions? Joe Trahan's <laughs> got the microphone. 
Good evening, Zach. How are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> Great. Thank you. My name is Rambo. Nice to meet so you. So you were talking about how you have some of the younger linemen under your wing, where you kind of mentor them. Do they ever look at you and ever say, because obviously you're one of the best in the league, if not the best, they ever say, and what do I need to do to be just like you? Um, no, I don't think it's like, like that. It's more, uh, I mean, I definitely try to help in any way I can. And like, I'll use Biage for example, like, um, he knows that I played with, with Travis, uh, for a long time. And, um, so he'll ask me questions and, you know, how did you guys used to, not mine. <laughs> oh, I was Not like, mine. I don't think mine's connected to this. Not mine either. Um, <laughs> but ask me questions, kind of how how did you guys do, used to do this? How how did you guys see this? So little <laughs> things like that, uh, I try to help them with. Me. And then obviously playing um, next to Terrence, you're constantly, uh, and Tyler, you're constantly working with them and in combination blocks with them. So um, just really talking through kind of how I see it and um, hearing how they see it and trying to come to an agreement on how to do it there. Hey, Zach. My name is Corey. Nice um, going into this week, uh, playing against Philly, uh, I know both teams. Is that teams this week? <laughs> Holy <laughs> cow. <laughs> both, both teams know each other very well. So can you just talk about um, just like the details, I guess, within just the film watching with, you know, both teams knowing each other well? Um, Y'all was pretty pretty uh, able to run the ball on them pretty well um, in the first first game in October. So, Yeah, I mean, they're obviously having a great year. And uh, anytime we play Philadelphia, it's a uh, – it's a physical, tough game, and, um, you know, they've obviously added a few pieces there since the last time we played them. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward to, to having another uh, – you know, division games are fun. They're always uh, down to the wire, tough games. So um, kind of diving into them, to the film, and seeing uh, how some of these new guys are fitting into what they're doing defensively. Zach, how you doing? Good, how are you? Um, my question is, uh, the bigger the games get, I would imagine the harder it is to control your emotions. How, how do you control your emotions uh, with the bigger the games get? Because when I was in school, I had guys that I went to school with, they would literally vomit before they went out there <laughs> oh, on the field. Yikes. But, yeah, I think. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> I just think you got to keep that, uh, you know, I try to be pretty even keel uh, throughout the entire season. I just think the consistency of that. Uh, pays off in the in these uh, you know high pressure situations these games late in the season against um, you know division uh, you know very good football team so uh, yes it is um, have a little extra on on it uh, being that division game but um, the more you can treat uh, it's, you know the weeks the same and stay consistent and stick to your routine and your process throughout that week um, I think the more success you'll have there. All right, be, be careful now, but I'm, I'm a little concerned for you with this next <laughs> questioner. This guy's got, he looks loaded for bear. Have you ever been in Jerry Jones' helicopter before? Oh. Uh, great question. That's a tremendous question. I have never been in the helicopter. I have been to his house, though. <laughs> great question. Do, do you want to go on his helicopter? No, no, I don't have to go on the helicopter. Is it, do, you, are you, do you have an aversion to helicopters? No, I don't have an inversion to helicopters. I, I don't like the heights and the whole. I'm not a big. I'm not, I don't love to fly. I mean, we have to say do. get on an airplane. Yeah, every other but week. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't necessarily love to fly. Okay. Yeah. And so being in. A, <laughs> he said being, that twice, so I feel like he wants you to and, know. And Brad, emphasize it. Like I message received. <laughs> so being in a little smaller container where you can look out and see. Yeah, I mean, I've never done it before, so maybe maybe I would enjoy it. I'm not sure. Uh, do you? Parasail? No. 
Oh, no. Oh, no. no. Uh, Would you parasail? Oh, I have. Oh, I love parasailing. How okay. about, how about, what if it goes, Zach what is just you... looking at me like he's trying to get a mental picture of me parasailing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's rather terrified of that picture. Uh, like, sky, I would never skydive. Ever. No, how about, how about uh, hot air balloon? Never done it. Um, Fantastic. That was actually, yeah. Uh, so we do, uh, we do a, um, offensive line gift exchange for Christmas every year. And, uh, a couple of years ago, well, that was one of the gifts, was a uh, hot air balloon. Who gave that uh, gift? Connor Williams gave that gift. Okay. A hot oh. air balloon ride for two. I did not get it, but uh, it was it Why was didn't in the news. Why did you get it? Uh, was it like a choice of a gift? or? Well, we play um, White, oh, White oh, Elephant. Like I, I, yeah, I got you. Yeah, where you pick and steal you. and all that stuff. I got yeah, you. Okay. Yeah. I would love that gift. It, it's, a f- it's just a phenomenal experience. So is parasailing. They do them a lot up here. I see them. Up in the air around this area. Plano, there's some great, yeah. uh, there's some great hot air balloon festivals at yeah. uh, different times of the year. So and so bungee jumping? No. No. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, nothing like that. <laughs> it's all off the table. <laughs> well, what's the, what is the most daredevilish thing besides uh, try to block 320-pound yeah. <laughs> men who want to hurt you that uh, you would? I mean, I, I did roller coasters growing up. I no, no. Uh, I how did fine. How about those. now? I can't fit on them, so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good out. That's a good out. Uh, the Philly, talking about the Philly game interests me because uh, as they've had the year they've had and you've had the year you've had, much of the national media seems to address it like it's going to be the Super Bowl. Yeah. It never was going to be the Super Bowl. And uh, now that the, there's a little more distance between you in the standings, and you both know you're going to be in the playoffs. How, if at all, does that affect the mentality? Again, I mean, I'm go back to kind of what I said there. I, I, I try not to look at games different like that. Um, I, I try to just stay consistent in my in my uh, how I approach the week and how I um, do my routine throughout the week. And uh, I mean, sure, division weeks have a little extra um, to them, you know. Uh, just because we call them common opponents, right? So uh, we've had some uncommon opponents the last couple of weeks where a team like uh, the AFC South, like we play them once every four years. Philly we're going to see twice a year no matter what. So uh, there is that familiarity with them. And uh, obviously they've had an incredible season. And, um, you know, we know it's going to be a tough game. But, um, you know, I think the most important thing going forward, we're, we're trying to win win the, re- the rest of our games, right? That's, that's our goal. So, um, you know, we just have to – Stay locked in and not let yesterday linger this week. Does the Jalen Hurts news surprise you at all, or it obviously doesn't change the preparation? No, I don't think it changes anything. I mean, it, um, you know, like you said, uh, um, you know, we may see these guys again down the road and um, expect them to have everyone. You, you, you were here in '09. No. No. Too long ago? My math is really bad. Oh, that was when I graduated high school. Yeah, that's what I meant. When you were in high school in 09, you watched, right? I mean, the Cowboys in the league, I think it was 09. They played three times. Yes, yes. And, um, and, uh, and I. But did they play the Giants three times one year, too? I don't remember that, but I remember okay. the Eagles because they had to beat the Eagles to get in the playoffs, win the division, and the Eagles came the next week, and the whole big deal was really hard to beat one team three times. I don't think we've ever played it. I don't think I've played a team three times. Um, does that prospect intrigue you, interest you, bore you? Um, I mean, I think if you look just how the season has gone and the season that they've had, um, you've got to look at it and say, hey, if we're going to um, – if we're uh, 
gonna gonna get to the the game that we want to get to, you're gonna have to go play Philadelphia. So, uh, you know, there's a chance it'll happen. When you're trying to qualify for the playoffs, and the closer you get, every there's great intensity. The pressure is a privilege, as your quarterback mm-hmm. likes to say, but but the the stakes are higher. But you're in now. They can't keep you out. You've earned your way yeah, in. Yeah. It's math. Yep. <laughs> so how does that change the intensity of the games as you well, I think finish they, the- I think they, they continue to get more intense, and we talked about it from here on out. Uh, you know, we're in playoff football, right? Um, you you want to go into the playoffs uh, feeling good and, and getting into a little bit of a rhythm. And um, so these next three weeks are huge for us to go out there and, and – uh, to get things going before we uh, hit the playoffs. Mike talked about how valuable that Houston game was and how it came yeah. down to the wire. Do you see the game on Sunday being valuable, especially given 100%. what's up next? 100%. And, you know, yes, it was very unfortunate, frustrating um, that we lost, but I, I think there are lessons that are going that come from that game. And um, like we said earlier, I think he put up a stat last year. I think maybe every playoff game came down to a final drive. And, um so we are certainly aware that this this uh, this style of football late in December and into January, uh, it, it comes down to final drives. Well, you've done a heck of a job practicing for those. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, the Minnesota game was more of an outlier. Yeah, it really was. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think what other games this year. Yeah, Chicago. Uh, Chicago well, was semi-tight, right? Well, I mean, you won we, by, we usually, you usually, won by usually, 20, but you bl- you opened have, it up at the um, end. Yeah, I feel like maybe one game a year where yeah. you have that outlier game. and um, But, you know, when you put up the stats at the end of the year, it's, it's pretty consistent that, hey, one out of every, I don't know how many games, three, three games or two games, it's going to come down to that final drive. That music means we are getting closer to Christmas <laughs> by, the, by the beat. Thanks for coming out. Thanks tonight. for having me. Uh, Merry Christmas to the Martin family. Merry Christmas to everybody. Have a great week, Cowboys, on Christmas Eve and the Eagles. Haley and I will see you in two weeks right back here at CityWorks on the Cowboys Hour. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!